everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. Episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for November. Um, <laughs> some some people, some people, you know, they like things stable. They like things kind of non-interesting. They like things quite simple. And other people are the type of people that they just grasp life by both hands. They don't really care because they've got this motto that unless they go out and try something. You know, they're just never going to achieve their dreams. And um, I decided, I, I kind of, I looked through my previous guest list and I said, I want somebody who just like grasps life, who just doesn't care, who, you know, who who cares who rolls, who dares rolls. And um, so joining me from Who Dares Rolls, he's rather wonderful, he's rather magnificent. He's obviously considering another job change. <laughs> we'll get into the reason. We'll get to the reason why. It's Mr. Mike Barnes. Thank you, Richard. Yes, one does love to grab life by the <laughs> testicles and twist, don't they? Especially if you make them squeal. It's just, always just quite, yes. oh, always quite wonderful. Always quite wonderful. Just a tweet. Um, let's cover the job thing first of all, because <laughs> yeah, this is a thing that's happened. So <laughs> every time I come in here and I've worked for a different company, we've promoted it on the show. Wonderfully, yeah. I may say, yeah. and then the company just ceases to exist. Usually afterwards, <laughs> I have an amazing. That's my that's my special power. Because I was thinking, right, I could do, um, I could do like sponsor places things on the on the the podcast, and I have been doing that, and you know that's been you know doing quite well. And if you do want to sponsor the show, could I get in touch? Hint, hint, plug, plug. But then I <laughs> noticed I might actually start threatening people and saying, listen, if you don't pay me then I will completely promote you and what happens is you'll go bust in six months that's it or well, yes. <laughs> I, well, I can promote them and it would start working for them for free and that would be it that's I'm the death knell that, that, just, they're fucked completely at that point <laughs> just get Mike I've got it. no he's a great he's fantastic oh, exactly. he's named Mike Mike Barnes Mike Barnes um, yeah so basically it is true we're not taking the piss is that every time you've kind of been on <laughs> <laughs> you'd speaking about was it dazed, dazed and then you were speaking about the escape room thing yeah and then you're just like kind of like and then it's like oh how, how, and then I, obviously I do my follow up to see how people have had you went and every time now it's like kind of you've been going to another job so where where are you working at the moment I'm working I'm not in the industry at the moment actually I am working oh, okay. for a, 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 a supermarché essentially yeah. back in the old retail trade the, the old um Bit of that really. <laughs> they haven't mentioned the name of it because that's it. I'll be done. <laughs> you don't want it. I don't want I mean, it. A it's a, a, a supermarché. It's one of the high class ones. You know, there's one of these. Uh, there's a berry in it, definitely. But yeah, it's a it's a I, it's a, it's a holdover job at the moment. Really, I need to. I need to kind of like cut that bit out because you know what's going to happen. That's going to be <laughs> in, and then you know um, they're going to find out that they've been kind of like. You know, um, mincing puppies and selling them for food, and the entire channel shut down. <laughs> Going to get an angry, an angry DM again. Um, oh, for fuck's sake! But, so that's the first reason that Mike is kind of famous. The second reason that Mike's famous is um, as prolific as I am, <laughs> and you are. Mike, Mike is one of the few guests where um, I forgot to make his show live. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> It's sat in drafts. And then I was like, oh, why are you liking all my tweets and stuff like that? And I went, oh, no. Well. I, I was really, 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 felt really, really <laughs> shocking bad about that at the time. It was fat. Do you know what it was? 
And as you know, in places like Podbean and stuff like that, I usually upload stuff and then I set a date yeah. for release. And um, <clears throat> and I hadn't. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly it wasn't. And it gone down the queue to about sixth or seventh, and then it was like, and it's like, oh my goodness! So that's good. Um, so Christmas is coming up. Oh, it is! Christ. Oh my God, it is! Yes. And we, but we've all got kids. You've got a wee. wee a I wee, know. Wee, well, this wee, is wee. this is what's cocked up proceedings recently, really, as a well, unfortunate turn of phrase. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I have become a father for the third time in my forties, which is never a good idea. How sleep training is it a stranger? Is it a stranger it, or is it it's, is it still working? It's getting there. It, this, the first year or so is a bit rough, as you would imagine, as mm. you remember. I'm oh, sure yeah. you can distinctly pass your mind back to that. But yeah, it, it has been. He's uh, you know over a year now. So, but the first year was was hard going. Hmm. I'm harder than I remember it. But yeah, sleep. <laughs> I I think people talk about kind of like you know oh I've got baby brain today. And I think that's an actual thing. Yeah. I think that actually what happens is that your brain kind of puts chemicals there within your brain to stop you from remembering. Oh. So you forget about four hours sleep and everything like that. You forget about it. Yeah, it just becomes a blissful memory. Oh, that wasn't that bad. But no, no, when you're no. enduring it again, it is, you're like, God, I've not slept for a week. It can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking be to good. a fir tree outside for 20 minutes. Clearly something's gone wrong here. <laughs> I, d- I drove up the wrong driveway and hit a tree I do not have. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so Which is an old, well that's an old, that takes me back and that takes probably you back as well. Um, <clears throat> in terms of things getting ready, I mean you've got, you said you've got three kids all together. Is the board game thing, is that going to be something that's going to appear do you play kind of board games with the kids at all are they this is, not interested this is the you tragedy really of the whole thing um they used to play a little bit because the other two this is this is it the other two are teenagers now so i've got right. two teenage boys and now a one-year-old yeah. which is really brilliant you know just that point in my life where i was like ah oh, i can relax i'm gonna have some spare cash and yeah. i can spend extra time doing things i want to do but no no yeah. no let's not do that let's let's have another baby that's much more interesting um, needless to say, that did force me into the situation of going down to the old doctors and having the old snipperoony, which is a pleasurable experience if anyone hasn't done that yet. It's a, a joy to be beheld. I just, I've, I, I, I don't, you know, I just, no. No? I no. know for lots of people, no. There was, it, was, I, it wasn't good. There was, a, there was a moment that was a cold sweat moment, definitely. <laughs> I was, <laughs> it's just scissors. It's, it's awkward. You go in and and you've got to get into the all together, and then mm. there's a, there's a female nurse there, and you're basically sat in a, in a tissue paper. Really, is the rope they've given you? I mean, it might as well not be there. And um, mm. you're kind of like, oh, this is awkward. The rooms a bit. Cold. I'm going to go in and like, oh, the rooms a bit cold. And my the the doctor performing said procedure was actually called Doctor Proctor. For, for about 10 minutes, I was ripping the piss and having a bit of a chuckle until such a point in time I ended up on the table and it suddenly dawned on me what a ridiculously <laughs> stupid fucking thing that had been because this man was about to be playing around in the, um, the apples and pears and all that. It was it was not good. It was, <laughs> and so you'd spent, you'd spent all that time kind of, what, calling him, who right, Proctor Doctor? I just was chuckling. And for that. He said, I'm Doctor and Proctor then, and I just laughed. I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> It's not really Dr. Proctor, is it? I mean, that's what you did. You just sat there and just, you didn't actually say anything derogatory. You just turned around and went, it's not really your name, is it? Is it? It It's not really your name. Can I see your ID? Because that's not your name. Is it Dr. Proctor? And then the dawning (laughs) realisation is you get the injection. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, you're going to perform this procedure, aren't you? Okay. It's it's not great. Um, Yeah. There was a, it, it was, it was an experience. I mean, you know, they numb you, you know, but there was a point. They, mm. they clamp parts. Like, you're not looking. You're not looking, but they, they explain what they're going to do. They're going to, I'm going to, you know, we're going to make an incision here. We're going to pull the tube out and we're going to clamp it and then we're going to, you know, cut a section off and we're going to do all this sort of stuff. And you're, oh, that's nice, Doctor. That's lovely. Um, and uh, there, was a, there was a period of, of the first point of entry where I, they're going, don't tense, just don't tense, you need to be relaxed. You're like, well, I'm laying yeah. I'm laying on the table with my 
<laughs> insignificant man parts on show to a female lady of the who's having to endure this as well. And you're telling me not to think. And, and I tensed, as you would imagine, as there's a man Gosh, fumbling with your, your blooming bits and pieces. And, and he went, oh, and there was a tug sensation. And apparently I'd unclamped myself. <gasps> and he was like, I was, oh, you've done that. And I was, oh, I was like this. And I was, at this point, I was all was well. All was well in the world. And then yeah. um, the, I don't know what he did to retrieve whatever he was retrieving. But it probably is the single most painful moment of my life. <laughs> so I well. laid there. <laughs> with a, and I came over this cold sweat with like almost like rom- vomit rising. I'm like, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to pass out. But this is really fucking painful. <laughs> and that went on for a little while. In fact, I don't know what he was doing. And it was, yeah, it wasn't good. And that was the first one. I was laying there. By that point in time, I was just, I was not in a good, good way. So that, that was fun. By the end of it, you just, you know, you, you, it's, everything's been on display for so long. The nurse is in the next room. She's going, I just need to take your stitches. You're like, I don't care. Just look at it. I'll leave it late. <laughs> Fucking go for it. It's there. You know, you don't even bother. Any vanity's gone out the window. It's just laying there like the last turkey in the Christmas shop. <laughs> <laughs> Bruised and battered. <laughs> I just, you know. And so getting back to playing so, the yes. your kids. <laughs> we digress somewhat. <laughs> digress we went in a different car <laughs> <laughs> so are they at the point where they're not into because I got two teenagers as well yep. and I got a seven, seven year old and we're kind of getting to the nice point where <clears throat> the youngest one he knows enough so that we can play like say we can play King Domino and we can play Little Town and we can play quite a few and Escape from Atlantis and stuff like that but my middle son, he's young enough and just a teenager that he's still interested to kind of sit down and play all the games together. So we played um, Rhino Hero cool. Super Battle or whatever it's called. I can never get them right. I can never ever get yeah, that super right. Rhino, Rhino Super Hero, Super Rhino Hero. I would call it Super Rhino Hero Battle, but other people say it's Hero Rhino Super, super Battle. Super battle. Rhino Connexia, but Rhino. Super Battle flagellistic expialidocious I have no idea but anyway it's yeah. in that kind of ni- nice place where they're still quite happy to to go ahead and play and that's quite you know that is a nice place to kind of be in yes mine were like that they've kind of I've got what one's now he's 17 now and he right. did play quite a bit he does borrow stuff and play with his mates now which you know I'm cool oh. yeah um, which under strict instructions of course but the other one, the younger one, um, George is, he's just not interested. Um, he's, he's fully into video games and just, it's a chore to him to have to do stuff like that. We used to play it quite regularly as a, like a family thing, but it has really mm. died off a bit, which is a shame because, you know, I've got a bloody great room full of stuff and they don't really play it very often. Then. Um, but I'm hoping there's hope for son number three. He were, you know, he might be my buddy. Got him a couple of, a uh, couple of like little, New kitty games there, ready in advance. I'm just going to start sort of grooming, <laughs> grooming him. <laughs> just kind of like tie little. You're going to get meeple rattles. And yeah, just, you know, a little bit. It's just I'm like this is it. This time, got to get it right. You know, just uh, give him something that's durable. I mean, you know, the problem is by the time he's the age to really enjoy complex games, I'll be in a bath chair somewhere dribbling. <laughs> it's, 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 and you know, even video games themselves, you know, you can still be involved in that kind of thing. And it's almost like as soon as people reach a certain age, they go, "I remember, I used to play board games all the time." Yes. And then I got to this age, and it was rubbish. And then I had to come back when I was like twenty-five years old, and then I discovered them again, and they were all magical again. And I'll, I, I just think you know, it's worthwhile persevering with a seventeen-year-old, just saying, "Look, you're going to be back here." I know you're going to be back here. You know you're going to be back here. Why not just catch up on, you know, with us, kind of just just now? Um, 
what kind of games? I mean, what kind of games would you like to play? I mean, is there anything in your collection you're thinking? Oh, I'd just love to get this to the table well, with you because you'd absolutely love well, this. I'll tell you the one we got me because I picked up uh, Pandemic Legacy Season One because I played wow. I played that with my group and loved it, and I thought this is something that they're going to surely eat up because it's the whole twist and turns of the plot and, and, and stuff that happens later on. I'm like, you know, this is a, you're destroying components. You've got stickers on the board. It's kind of all that good stuff. Um, and we only ever played one game of it so far. And it's kind of like, that's really gutting me because I'm like, stick with it. Cause I think you can, you know, about, you know, three months into the game or whatever, you're going to, something's going to happen. You're going to really dig this. So um, that's one I really, I'm still waiting and I'm going to persevere with that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, you know, I'm quite happy to play. I mean, the other problem is that the, the missus is not into complex games at all. She's not a gamer, um, so I have to pick stuff that's kind of not requiring, yeah, not mass- massive complex games because she just tunes yeah. out. She she will look at something shiny and get distracted. She just easily just hasn't the attention span or interest for it. She she will persevere and play. Um, but I could, I can tell when the point has gone too far. She's got that blank look. <laughs> I, I, th- I can see that. I can see that happening with um, a lot of people. Well, yeah, kind of like that. You know, kind of like it's not the. It's just <clears throat> I think different people have different ways of of kind of finding it and seeking enjoyment. And for some people, it is just you know when it comes to a game, it is just a case of. I want to play something like Monopoly yeah. because um, I used to find that quite fun, and this is what I enjoy, you know. And and thanks very kind of thanks very much for that. Um, on the other side of it, I think there are some people. It's not a case that they don't get it, but they have a different way, a different level of enjoyment. And for yeah. some people, there's a passiveness. Yeah, she loves stuff like um, uh, what's the gun one? Oh god, I've completely forgotten his name. What were the guns? The phone guns. What have I forgotten that? That one. Is that a bang? Oh, yeah. Bang. Not bang. Um, you point the actual gun at each other. Board game review. Yeah, I, I know, know the one. Anyway, I know the one stuff like that. Anyway. Um, yeah. Those yeah. sort of uh, dexterity-based things like Super Rhino or anything like that. Or, you know, something which is... Or Telestrations. Telestrations is a huge favourite. Um, yes. And, and that's with the family. Generally, Telestrations is always fun. Uh, but stuff like that, rather than something a bit more like a, a board game, board game, you know. That sort of stuff. She's like, no, I'm not interested in it. Which is fair enough. Yeah, I know some of my friends who have got like partners who are totally as much into board games as they are. And so every night it's like, yeah, every night is kind of like game night. And you're just like, you're quite, kind of quite lucky. But also yeah. at the same time, I like the board game side of things because it gives me an excuse to go and hang about with my friends. Yes. And it allows you to have the conversations that you maybe can't have with your partner, that you maybe just want to, you know, you're just having a general kind of social chat. You're all having a, you're all having a rant about the state of the world or, you know, how, how socks just aren't as good as they used to be. Or, you know, um, have you still got that original iron brew I can borrow kind of thing? And there's all that kind of thing. There's that, there's that, you know, there's that, there's that kind of thing. With the kids, my son, my middle one, he's actively getting into like Warhammer in a big way. Yeah, um, my stage and the D and D stuff, yeah. you know. So he's almost at a case that he'll play a board game with me because um, he'll play a board game with me because he likes doing it. But secondly, he's really good at um, helping with reviews. Cool. And I'll and I'll tell you why. Because he's brutally honest. Well, yeah, that's a thing that doesn't happen very often. No, but anyways, same. One of the reasons that I kind of like, I feel if I'm playing with my friends at the club, some of them will, you know, some of them will be kind of honest and say kind of. But I feel there's always the same kind of level of politeness, kind of thing. As in, what did you think of it? Well, it was okay. Would you want to play again? Well, I don't know if it was the only thing that was available. Whereas my son. If I'm playing a game with him, he'll just go, This is unbalanced, this is this is rubbish. I really don't like it. Um he was the when we played um we played Guardian's Call a couple of times and it, it was him that was said he kinda of turned around and, and he picked up various figures and he went, What are these actually for? <laughs> 
kind of thing. And, you know, so he, I kind of like said, well, if he's, he's thinking that, so he's a pretty good person to review because I think there's an awful lot of kind of like, there's still the kind of the politeness to want to play the game. And I would rather be kind of like the honest kind of thing. Are you, are you getting the time to do reviews yourself? Kind of then. Video is a bit easier in regards to when I write something, I tend to spend a long time on it. I write it, put it in the drawer, bring it back out, write it again uh, before I'm happy to publish a review. Whereas if I do video stuff, I can kind of just spew sometimes. Sometimes I'll script stuff in advance, but I can just kind of produce stuff quite quickly. The filming is fairly quick. It's the editing is yeah, a bit of pain. I always sometimes. find that you're, um, the video stuff that you've done has always been, you're very good at it in a natural kind of way. You kind of, I know people that kind of do a lot of editing and they do retakes and stuff like that. And when I'm doing a video, I'll maybe, first of all, I try not to put my face in it because I don't want to scare, <laughs> scare off, you know, scare the small animals away. But secondly, I'll find <clears throat> I've started kind of cutting videos in terms of I'll do something and then I'll cut it and then stop and then do the next thing. So if I need to repeat scenes, it's probably something that people do all the time. But I'm like going, this is magic. It doesn't mean I have to do it all in kind of one take. But I get the impression, yeah. the stuff that's always impressed me about your stuff is you're kind of, it's not that you're, uh, you're not rambling or anything like that. You're very, it's very well kind of constructed. Um, some, some, there is some rambling. Uh, I'll tell you what. being kind. <laughs> I, I mean there is some of the stuff so what I, what I tend to do there's two types of what I'm doing I'll either, sometimes if I've really got the time I'll script uh, uh, something but I always find if I've got a scripted video it, it doesn't come off as in my opinion it, it, when I, especially when I'm editing I'm like alright it's easier to edit when it's scripted um, but it doesn't quite feel as like it's your opinion you know what I mean it's like an artificial version of my opinion because I'm kind of preempting I'm following a script so what i tend to do when i'm uh, when i'm filming is and I've, I've got better at it but i will sometimes either i'll just shoot uh a lot of mm -hmm. footage i'll run through it maybe three or four yeah. times um and then go and and pick out of that where there is some sense <laughs> and judiciously use some cutting and maybe inserts of shots to hide when there's cuts between the different sequences I filmed. So it looks like one long shot, but it's not always one long shot. What kind of what do you use to film? Because I was I was asking this question kinda like um asked I asked on a Facebook group, um and all I got back was iPhone, 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 iPhone. And I was like, well, that's brilliant, but I've not got a fucking iPhone, so that's no use, is it? <laughs> yeah, I used to use I had an iPhone I used to use. I use a Canon at the moment. I've got a Canon EOS, I think it is. I, I picked up off eBay for about 100 quid. See, I was, um, always, I was thinking, because I was in two minds, because I saw there seems to be a big industry on Amazon at the moment for video, um, video recorders, which are purely digital recorders which are purely seem to be oh this is a for for vloggers and stuff like that and, and they're about 60 70 yeah. quid and i don't know where to start i don't know because i went to obviously the <clears throat> certain electrical stores and the choice that they had was near to nothing and secondly it was either like 150 quid or it was like fifty-two thousand pounds for something that's yeah, like the size yeah, of a small egg that you can just wear in wear yes. on your face however it does it does everything that you kind of need and but other people are saying that the lighting is really important and you need i was i was gonna say that yeah decent lighting um is, is important i think that's one of the banes of even anyone's life if you get decent lighting it will make up for a crappy camera to a certain extent um, that is that is definitely the key to it. You need you need your key lights. You need your overhead lights. I did a little bit of research on that, and there's a guy in the local group pointed me in the direction of some stuff. So you don't need a massive amount, of expensive no. amount of kit if you've got a. I mean, they say the camera's not. It's, it's like looks like a stills camera, but it will record uh -huh. video. Uh, my only thing, I, I I would like to have like more than one cameras to have different shots. What I hate is having to do because I do most of it on my own. Is you have to have a locked down tripod shot. So you're never really, you, you've got one frame, you've got one shot, and that's it. And the problem is if you're starting to do, I've done it a few times, use the phone to shoot from a different angle while I'm doing it so I can cut between the two because I don't like the static shot. 
that I, that's the problem with most board game media. It's just that locked off stack it shot of bloke standing in front of camera in front of board games talking. Yeah. But I've uh, done moving camera shots and uh, I've done kind of some moving camera shots and stuff like that when I've been doing unboxings and stuff like that. And yeah. it seems okay to you at the time, but when then you stick it on YouTube and it's just like it's like janky and it looks like you're kind yeah, of like exactly. witch project kind of nonsense going on. It's like I don't know if people would be interested in kind of in kind of watching it. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I'd like to do more video, but. <laughs> And I filmed something last night, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. But then <laughs> I caught my, and then I looked at myself in the in the film, and I went, "Oh my goodness!" And then I went out for like a two and a half mile speed walk, speed walk, because I was so horrifically disgusted <laughs> with myself. And I, went, I can't put this. Out. I'm probably going to put it out anyway. It's, you know, I wanted. To, I don't know. I kind of. The reason I want to do a cam, the reason I wanted to get a camera is I want to do um, different stuff. I want to do some mucking about stuff. I'm a really, really huge fan of the old Buster Keaton, Harold Lloyd, black and white physical oh, yeah, comedy yeah. stuff. And I reckon there's I, there's I a lot of stuff that could be done. <laughs> yes, I do. I, there's a lot of stuff I'd like. I want puppets. That's my ultimate goal. I want some puppets on the show. And that's the thing that I want yeah. to do because there isn't puppets in media, and I think I want to bring the Muppet type thing back. I want almost it to be like a children's entertainment thing, but it's not. <laughs> you get what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's the you know a it's the time at the moment. B it's to a certain extent the money because it's making puppets and stuff. I kind of looked into it, um, and also I couldn't do it on my own. So I'm um, I'm gonna. Fortunately, eldest son is in the media course. Oh right, okay. So. I'm hoping at some point I could cajole him because he's done some stuff a long yeah. time ago. Went on the podcast a few times and some other stuff. So I'm kind of hoping I can cajole him back and I get to the point where I've actually got a format on what I want to do um, and and do this thing just for my own entertainment. It doesn't care if anyone else looks at it and goes, "What the earth is this?" But um, yeah, it's it's a hard thing. There's so many people doing so much different stuff out there. I mean, shut up and sit down are very good. Their videos, are yes, they are bloody brilliant. But they, they come from um, a video a, game background. I mean, yeah, they come from video game background. So, uh, and and I approached when I first did the blog site was coming from I'd come from video game background point and video journalism. So I'd kind of also kind of initially kind of was channeling that Zap sixty four yeah. feel and yeah. stuff was what I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, so they've got that kind of wrapped up in, in that style of stuff, which is a shame because it's something I would have liked to have done by but at the time. I don't know. I mean, have they? I mean, in all honesty, there's always room for something else. I think that... Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but you get some people, there's people trying desperately. We're going through the stage where there's a lot of people trying to do the, the human yeah. thing. Um, and I've had the human thing in mind, but mine's mine just to amuse myself rather than anyone else. So it's never been about I'm entertaining you. It's more I'm entertaining myself. But yeah, I'm <laughs> with you. Just, <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's like, you know, it's like, how many podcasts do you listen to a week? Probably about 15 or 20. How many of those are yours? Mm, probably about... More of them! <laughs> and it was justified. Uh, it's like, are you listening to yourself again? Yes, I am. It's the only way I can improve <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, I, it's just, I, I've not quite come on a format yet. I've still been playing around with stuff. Um but, you know, it is what it is. I'm slowly getting people. I've got over 200 subscribers now, which is like, <laughs> which is not bad growth because I've only been really properly concentrating on it again in the last probably five to six months. So, uh, But we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to be the next big thing. I'm aware that there's so much stuff out there now. When I first started the site, which is like probably six or seven years mm. ago now, had I had the time, the effort, the equipment, I probably could have been in a much better place, but I just had to... Do I, what I, had. Look, I think everybody's in this, the, I think everybody's in the same kind of in the same boat. I think um you know, I think oh everybody is always in the same boat and I think one of the good one of the things that Shut Up and Sit Down and managed to do was um they managed to kind of get themselves the time so that making videos became yeah. their job. So yes. it's not like you and me where I'm kinda like, you know, it's like just before I'm speaking to you I'm kind of like, I'm taking some photographs because I want to take some photographs to put on Instagram of a couple of things, you know. Um, I've, you know, today I've been sitting in a meeting um, with 
people talking about Amazon all day, rather than me kind of setting up props and lighting and put running through a script and getting kind of cross shots and edit and stuff and everything like that. And it makes me wonder, I don't know, it makes me wonder if I was doing it full time, would I have, would you end up inventing extra stuff to do or would you just do the stuff that you have just now to the highest kind of quality possible? Or, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, like you, I mean, I spent the day looking after the nipper today. Actually, my day off, but I was with him all day. So put him to bed, then kind of come on to it. I think if I had time, I'd probably, I'd tweak more and I'd, and I'd maybe do stuff that I want to be doing, you know, and, and maybe getting just more time, more headspace to go, right, actually, what do I want to do with this? Or do I want to script this? Or do I want to, you know, doing all that and taking those extra shots? Because it's all that effort involved in you know if you're going to take two different shots from different angles you've got to move the lighting you've got to mm-hmm. move the camera you've got to do, 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 do. it's a lot of bloody effort and then you've got to edit all together editing takes me longer than filming uh it's like bloody forever on editing but i do like to try and edit stuff better and maybe you know add stuff into them that just try and polish it a bit i mean there's some guys you know out there and, and producers they film something on the phone and they stick it straight out which is fine but I've always tried to at least attempt some form of quality control. I'd say this with tongue wedged in cheek. But. I think I'm getting. I think I'm <laughs> starting to. I think at the beginning it was just a case of I didn't really care enough about the video content. I think in the last year I've tried to at least kind of front end and back end and clip things and put kind of subtitles and stuff through it. But again, it's kind of like I'm using <coughs> I'm using the basic of the basic software. So a lot of the stuff that I'm putting together is kind of like band-aided together. So. Yeah, I did that for a while. Um, I must admit, I use Premiere Pro now, which is... Amazing. Great to me. Yeah, it is a lovely bit of software. I used lots of free stuff before, and um, but there's quite a big learning curve and all that. But I am, even now, I'm still learning with Premiere Pro, but there's so much stuff you can plug in. And every month, I find something else, a little, either something free or I find yeah. something cheap. That I can plug into it and give me different transitions, or I can do stuff. And so I'm constantly kind of teaching and learning more stuff at it. So as it's as I'm learning, bits of the videos are changing. So yeah, it's it's fun. I just it's a hobby thing. It's something I do. I'm not looking to make my millions or retire of it. It'd be lovely to do. This isn't going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's too many people out there now. There's too much noise. There's too much. All that stuff out there. So you just find your niche and just do your thing. I think if you're still there, you'll do okay. I think that's one of the well, things, I mean, you know? Yeah. It's whether, the, I mean, you know, with the actual site gets quite a lot of hits yeah. on it. And the podcast has had hits on it because purely we've been around so yeah. long. <laughs> so it's like, just keep going. Because you'll get people pop up and they're around for a while and they might last six months or eight months. So many of them do it, pop up and want to be the next Tom Vassell, want to be the next Sharp and Sit Down. And they just expect instant results and when it doesn't happen they kind of just disappear off the radar again yeah i see that i see i kind of um i, I see there's a i see a people disappear and then people kind of come back again but i see i've seen some people kind of disappear for good and just not come back at yeah. all and i'm just wondering no. what the kind of the the story is and i see people kind of taking <clears throat> or considering kind of taking taking a break um which it's completely fine. But I think once you take a break, it can be pretty difficult to kind of get back on. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was even for me because I had to kind of just pull back on what I was doing because of babies and stuff. I mean, the only thing that I was fortunate with is that Charlie, who does my RPG stuff for me, was still writing articles. So I was able to at least drip through something out over the you know the time I was basically not doing very much. He's been a bit of a lifesaver. So it's, yeah. Do you- it's a, do you feel obliged to continually be putting out content then, no matter what it is? I did, I did for a hmm. while. You know what? Because the the thing is, they always say, you know, the more content you put, if putting out stuff means that you're constantly getting on SEO, you're getting yeah, other, you're getting, yeah. you know, you're getting picked up by Google and all that. And I thought, yeah, it's true, it is. But there's a, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, and I'm tired. I'm not sleeping, um, and I'm you know working, you know, full days. Uh, and and I was de- I was to the point of trying to work myself to death, not sleeping, just to produce content to keep stuff mm. coming out. And, you, and there's a moment of cloudy. You go, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like there's no there's no what's the worry? That, uh, you know, the end result is, and I did think I've got a video. I said, look, I'm trying to do stuff. We're, stuff will be coming out, but yeah, it's just slowly we get back into it. It doesn't matter. It's not the end of the world. I mean, unless you're desperate to 
chase that. But I mean, if you get to the point where you could end up hating what you do, and then what's the point in that? Yeah, so I think that. it depends where you place yourself. If you place yourself at the forefront and you're always kind of covering the latest and greatest stuff out there, I can I can see how it kind of becomes a kind of a oh my god I've got to do this and I don't really want to do this and this is crap and I want oh, to do this yeah, exactly. you know what I mean and there's that oh I could be watching Paul Rand on the, you know <laughs> well yeah that's the other thing I mean there's the draw of Netflix yeah, or something else exactly. as well or DVDs of it and so and, you know and I just went you know what fuck it I'm just going to do what I like I mean there was a Twitter discussion earlier on today I think from Polyhedron Colon, Colon oh, <laughs> what are they well you know those things. Colon. I, call colon. Them, I call them their full name, which is Newman Ultra Microscopic Silicon Volcaniconiosis Collider. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And it's, it's rolls off your tongue. It's right um, there. And there's old, it was older. Big Steve. Big Steve was on there bemoaning that he can't keep up with the uh, releases. And, and I was just like, man, you, you can't. There's no point. There's no point trying to keep up with all the new releases. A, you're bankrupt. Yeah. And B, Dice Tower, uh, uh, this juggernaut that are just that's all they do so you've got no hope in on earth of keeping up with the likes of those guys that are producing just that sheer spewing content from every orifice onto the internet it's just no there's no point right <laughs> so just do what you do or do what you want to do do it do that well, it has made me kind of go back and what i do kind of review older stuff and older games and things like that yeah, I've been thinking. I've done a little bit of that. I am thinking about doing some more of it. I kind of enjoy it because there's less of the pressure. I mean, it, you did. Yeah, because there was that. You're chasing that tail, aren't you? Chasing, yeah. you're chasing the, the the new release, new release, new release. And you just another point. How can you play that that long and that much and that well to really have an informed opinion on it? Okay, do you know opinion. what? It's each to their own, and the people. Yeah, and it's almost a case of. Um, it's kind of weird because I. I it comes into kind of like, um, I guess, what they would call kind of ethics and stuff like that is how long, how many times does somebody have to play a game to be able to write about a game? And then it's like, um, it depends because you yeah. could be playing a game with the wrong rule for like months until somebody comes along and tells yeah. us a completely different interpretation. And on the other side of it, I think some people, they gravitate towards certain reviewers because they find that they share the same tastes, and yep. a lot of the time, this review is just a com, you know, a confirmation. I mean, we do written reviews. I'm not big enough to anybody to go, yeah, this is, you know, uh, definitely going to wait for your review before I decide whether to spend that money. It's like, it's all right, go and buy the sandwich, you'll be fine. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think there's some people that will say, well, I'm going to go and uh, check out the stuff that you know, Luke Hector does. Yeah, and he's crack. He's Bless him. I, you know what? For and he's just he gets on with it. You know, there's certain people that just they just get on with it, yeah, and they're not involved in it. He's else. like he's like Rain Man, though, isn't he? That's the issue. I will not. He's a lock in. He's a lock in. Not have anything bad said about Luke Luke Hector. <laughs> so me and him, we are we are. He's my. Um, he's a nemesis. Nemesis. He's my nemesis because he lives he lives in Portsmouth. I, I live in yeah. Southampton. And there's this age-old dispute between the two cities resulting. I think a farmer once ran over a sheep 25 years ago or something. Um, but yeah, so um, <laughs> I just instilled this level of this nemesis against him, and I do like to play out when I'm in a public area with him because he gets nervous, panics, because he's all very much Luke's straight and thing, and I my outward persona especially around him is tends to be jack nicholson coked up on about 16 <laughs> gallons of jack daniels i just <laughs> like just... Luke. i've always do you know what it's like he just gets <laughs> off of it it's like he's oh, and he is, his yeah. videos that he's producing do you know what annoys me at the moment uh-huh. is that he's putting out some really really good content yeah, and it's like it's the broken yep. meeple. If you haven't checked, you know, check out Hugh Dare's yes. rules, obviously, but go and check out the the broken meeple because he works like he works like a juggernaut. He's oh, yeah, always he's doing. He's like, constantly. here's my top tens of this. Here's here's top tens of games with lids that go when you shut them, when you <laughs> shut them, and you're just like, what? But he does that, and he, but he's got to a level now where he's got like the graphical presentation on his videos are like they're really quite cool. Because I I was like going, yeah, I'll check out some. You know, I was checking out some of his stuff, and he's like, oh, I've done a rebrand, and it's like, okay, well, let's just check this. Yes, and yeah. I was like, wow, he's. And he's getting the, he seems to be getting the views, but it's kind of like the little engine that could, 
and he's not because he's an engine. He's quite a big, he's, he, like, he's, yeah, he's quite he's, a big he's guy. But I like him. I'll not hear it. anything bad said about it. It's the same way if he was on the show, I wouldn't hear. I would hear anything bad about you. He's like the Cliff Richard of Fallout. <laughs> Just so nasty. <laughs> What are you like, the Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne's dad, uh, maybe. I'm like, ah, fucking rare. We're fighting it. And I'm a dad. Monopoly. And of course, uh, but, <laughs> we were all very, very drunk. <laughs> there he is, his mistletoe and whining it. I know. I know. I, know. I, know. I can't do his West Country accent, but. Well, all the family are all down you can't come on this show. You're broken. You're not. You're allowed to talk about the poly, the poly, the pop, <laughs> the pippy poppy, maybe poppy, plopalop boys. Plopalop. You know. I always wanted to ask Stephen, Steve Tudor, if he got mm-hmm. a chance to rename his show. Would he call it something different? Um, and he probably wouldn't, because you know they're not. But they're not. They're another group of people who just go on there and they just continually yeah, kind they, of dropping their yeah, content. I mean, there's these well. folk that are just like, do you know what? I'm just going to do what we're doing, and we're just going to like plop it out and just going to get it out there. And there's stuff that they do is very, very good. But I saw, I think I saw some of the Twitter conversation, which is him saying that, "Oh, I'm just here's a review of a game that we kind of <laughs> we thought was okay, and it was um, the Alley Cat Games one." <laughs> Ali Cat's um, Tongue Guru, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I mean, I've played, I, you know, and it has been discussed. And, you know, I, I've not played a lot of Ali Cat stuff, in my life. I played Dice mm. Hospital recently, and I really enjoyed yeah. that. But that's Mike Nudd's really good sign. Um, and I played, Caesar's showed me uh, their, their Tinderbox, is it? The, it's, little, it's like a little reverse Jenga game they're, they're producing soon. It's little, tiny little blocks with tweezers wow. you build, like, towers with. It's very cool. But um, I played this at UK Gaming Live, and um, yeah, it, it's just it just didn't it was just uh, <laughs> I did feel bad, but it is. But um, I don't know what can you say. <laughs> I, some things will work and some things will hit. I'm not. I mean, I'm going to wait until whatever. Yeah, it, it's it's a perfectly nice game yeah. that does nothing, in my opinion, that a hundred other games hasn't already done before. And the theme didn't grab me. Uh, you know. Whatever, whatever. I obviously, clearly, he didn't pay Steve for a preview. So, <laughs> fortunately, he paid Rado. He's got a very nice preview from Rado. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about this. <laughs> yeah, but Rado doesn't uh, give his opinion but, anyway. Because, like, well, he no, he doesn't. So yeah. it's just like this is what you play. But that's again, we've I've talked about yeah. this before. And people will see how Rado plays a game to get an idea if they think the game will be working for them. And he's funded anyway, and I'm sure the production values are going to be through the roof. It'd be nice. His stuff is always really good. Uh, You know, and there's the people that like that will like it. Um, Whether I'm sure he's probably not going to obviously publish Steve's review on the site or whatever, but... (laughs) It it wasn't that bad, though. No, it was Steve was being as, as politely nice as possible about it. I mean, I'd spoke to Steve about it because he mentioned it, and I'd kind of said, I've played it, it just didn't do anything for me. I just kind of found it was a bit hmm. just there. It wasn't, it's not a terrible hmm. game by any means. It's just, it kind of slides into the background of just sits with everything else, nothing on it. You know, I played and went, Whoa, that's, that's amazing. Whereas I played actually Tinderblocks. Uh, the new one that's coming out and I was like oh, that's, that's amazing I really enjoyed that and I tend to have that instant mm-hmm. kind of well that's good I like it and if I if I enjoy something then I will I'll go a bit rado <laughs> yeah but does this not start to come, to come down to the thing of just because something's really really popular doesn't necessarily mean it's very very good no it's true kit, especially I in mean, Kickstarter because um it's very, very easy to build up a positive impression of a game. And yep. and it's very, very easy, you know, as I say, though, the entire Kickstarter page is a, is a huge advert to say, come and pledge, pledge lots of money, pledge just now, because if you do that, then you will get this specially embossed thing that is made out of ice, which is for the first yes. people who back in the first 24 hours and will send it to you, but it might just melt. But there you go. It might it's, it's, an, it's a yeah, Kickstarter I mean, it's exclusive. Cool. I am. Got, I've got a bit burnt out on it. I mean, Call Mini. I've kind of fell out of love mm. with. Um, but because I, I don't really like their business practices anymore, they're kind of bit. They're douchebags when it comes to their customers. <laughs> you give them the money, 
<laughs> and then and they just don't want to know it about after sales service you're, you're then sat um the blood rage digital is a uh, prime example that i backed the blood rage digital campaign because i want you know i play blood rage and i really enjoy blood rage as a game it's a cracking yeah. game um and i missed out on the original kickstarter and i thought you know what i'm gonna back it for the for the bling i missed the first time around because i'm a mug uh, <laughs> just gotta get that, that that fomo you know um but yeah they've literally that we've been waiting it's overrun it's supposed to be out two months ago and everyone on the site well everyone, all the backers knew there was it wasn't coming and then they finally dropped the thing going yeah so the app's been uh, delayed uh indefinitely because it's really great and we just want to polish it some more and you go okay wow and and all the other stuff you expected to come is is coming eventually but yeah it's not ready so sorry well not even a sorry just it's yeah. not happening and you kind of that's it and then you're back into the void of like six to eight months where they won't communicate with you. I think... And I just yeah. think... My only issue with them lately was um, was the way they did Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne... Well, that's also that. It's this add-on, 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 add-on. Is when you're... If you're going to back something now from them, you're looking at four to five hundred dollars. Yeah. And it's just like, man, it's paywall being put up. And some of the stuff's exclusive, so it's like they're playing on that fear-missing-out thing and it's like... It's a lot of money. And to be honest, I got a bunch of cool mini stuff like Rising Sun and all that, but I backed. I've got the Kickstarter stuff and um, Arcadia Quest. In actual fact, most of the Kickstarter stuff you get, well, some of it is lovely and you get caught up in the action of it all. Most of the time, it's a pain in the ass because actually you're digging through multiple boxes to use all this stuff and it doesn't really do anything other than put some nicer bits of plastic mm-hmm. on the table. So, but. They are bringing out Ankh soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. You see, and then they do it, and then they turn it around, and everything's kind of great. As I say, my uh, it was just Bloodborne that I kind of went way nearly, because it was just a case of we're going to carve out key comp- parts of the actual video game, yeah, and we're yeah. going to lock it behind kind of additional money that you have to pay. And I was kind of like, really. But that's up to them because they're making millions. It is know. up to them. I mean, the key, uh, true, true. Fang Legends was another one, um, the one they did after Bloodborne, I think it was, which I was really interested in that because it was that outlaying adventure legacy type sort of dungeon crawly game. But they just put the stretch goals too far in advance and killed the project yeah. dead. And you kind of sat there going, "I'm not going to give you money now because they had to backpedal." Yeah. It. Um, but you kind of go, it just feels a little bit like they're being a bit greedy, <laughs> which you know they're a business. But um, I don't know. I don't think they've moved the times necessarily. I mean, the call, having said that, Zombicide's doing very well or done very well. Um, but there's like the Awakened Realms and these other guys coming on the scene, these young, fresh upstarts that are kind of giving you back a bit more value, it looks like. Not that I back their stuff, but it looks that way. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you've got nappies and other things to pay for. No, I know. All like that. I mean, of- looking at a, a Kickstarter nowadays, it's got to really, really blow my socks off. And I, I am a. I think was it speaking of um, Peppy Poppy Lip Lop, um, John, John Cage went, Ah, have you Northern monkeys? <laughs> that's this. I haven't met them. They're lovely. Again, they're lovely guys who just got on with it. You know, I can't help it if you're a little bitter, twisted man that you know anybody, any name that I bring up, you've got to, you've got to be like, Ah, oh, they're. Bastards. Well, did you not know once they once killed a kitten, you know? <laughs> Liquidised it from the tail up. Um, but yeah, I, you know, John was like, John Cage went, oh, I see that you've obviously got lots and lots of money and you're backing all of the Kickstarters. I'm like, no, it's just like a back for a pound. No reward. I, presume, I see yours pop up. Yeah, I see it go, bum, 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 yeah. bum, bum, bum. I'm like, for Christ's sakes. Oh, yeah. You know, I just don't have the money, I'll be honest. I don't, no. Do you know what as well is that... <laughs> And this is going to sound strange, is that if you're starting to kind of, um, <clears throat> if you're starting to kind of earn, kind of a little bit of money from the site through Patreon or sponsorship or whatever, and then you know it's like, oh right, cheers guys, you've just paid for my top level tier of this kind of game. It kind of <laughs> looks a bit disingenuous. It's like if you're kind of getting yes. money from the site, it should be going back into the into well, keeping it nice. In, you know, I agree entirely. I mean, I paid. I mean. I get patrons and, and we've scrapped together. I think the last time I took a pay up for Patreon, I actually updated the software that ran in the site on, on a web app on mm-hmm. a phone. Um, so it looked nice because I was always getting shit about your site looks like shit on a phone. 
So, um, so yeah, eventually we reached enough money from the Patreons to, to be able to buy this piece of software that I could bolt onto the website, which meant that it looks semi-decent on a phone now. So, yeah, and I was like, I published it up. I said, we've bought this. This is what we've done with the money. Bang. Because, yeah, I, I agree entirely what you're saying. I think if you're heaping all that money to go and blow it on a... I'm just going to get myself the new Cormini Kickstarter. Uh, <laughs> Thank yeah, you very much. I can. You know, for... And I hate to, I, it's like, I, I'm not wanting to rain on their parade because they're successful and they do what they do. And it's like you drag them through the mud. It's like, well, but at the end of the day, they're yeah. kind of responsible for a lot of things that have happened, good things that have happened on Kickstarter as well. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm a grumpy old man going, oh, kill me and they're not, and then kill me and they're not, going, yeah, but if it wasn't for us, then you wouldn't be kind of having lots, probably more Kickstarters to cover because people have actually seen it as a successful thing. So it's kind of like a double-edged, it's a double-edged sword, you know. Um, they've they've done very well, and they well they they did they basically probably put Kickstarter on the map for exactly. board games. Um, and I'm not going to knock them for that. And I think they've done very well. I think the problem is they've grown to a point as a business. They've not kind of moved with the times in how the community of Kickstarter works. And it's a vi- it's a vile community sometimes. To be fair, like any social media, so I can appreciate totally that their standoffish nature for some of it because there is some. That sort of, I want, I want, I want, why haven't I got it yet? I get all of that. Um, so, you know, I'm not fully knocking them. I mean, I've got a lot of the products. I've owned a lot of the products. Uh, and I do like some of the stuff they do. I just, yeah, sometimes I think that could just go a little bit further to maybe employing a few more people on the <laughs> back end of there. <laughs> just, to, just to say, oh, by the way, yes, all that money you've given us, yes, we are still getting stuff. We love you all. You know, it doesn't take much. Just just once, once a month or something. But there we go. Would you, um, are you just going to continue as a hobby? Because I'll tell you why, because the end process kind of came up with me and Ben Maddox talking. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to that, you should go back and listen. I haven't listened to it all. I started listening to it. I haven't listened to abso- it all yet. Well, it depends if you're a, I it love depends it. if you're opposed or if you're for Brexit. Well, to help you decide. Well, I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to go there. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm falling down on Ben's side on this one. I'll be so there, anyway, so there you go. But um, <clears throat> we were talking about kind of like ending things as well, as in getting yeah. to a certain point where you go, is this an acceptable thing, or are we just going to say right, that's it, and just kind of disappear? And I'm seeing a lot of. Um, people kind of reach that point of late and I don't know if it's because there was a lot of us that kind of started at the same time and we're kind of getting to yeah. it and just going, oh, do you know what, this is crap. <laughs> you know, it's like, I kind of <laughs> want it to be a hobby but I kind of also wanted it to be kind of more and it's just not more kind I mean, of thing. We, I mean, we all wanted, you know, we would all love to be doing this as a, as a living. It would be lovely, <sighs> wouldn't it, to get paid. To I don't do know. This. Well... Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. It is, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? Sword, it's isn't it? difficult when you get to the point where you're kind of like. I mean, I spoke to Grant Howitt, and he is yep. making a living out of this because he's doing like. Yes. You know, he does his RPG one sheets. He's a fantastic yes, he's man. He's stuff. so funny. He's just generally funny. Yeah, guy. we've 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 covered an awful lot of his games on the uh, site, and I've been said to Charlie at one point we have to get him on and have an interview. Oh, you have to. He is, he's he's, he's a, lovely, a lovely, lovely, lovely guy, and we had a fantastic conversation. But he's the type of guy that you know he says, "Oh, if I want, you know, I've got to write this thing, and then I press a button and Patreon kind of gives us, you know." Two thousand dollars, ching, and I was just like, "That's absolutely amazing." <laughs> On the other side of it, I mean, today, the time of recording, actual lol, who is one of the staples, is going basically, guys. Look, I'm trying to do this full time at the moment, and for all the views and everything that I get, and all the subscribers and everything that I get, I'm getting, I'm get, I'm not making enough money to kind of make it worthwhile, and that's that breaks my heart to see somebody. You know, we we. It's really funny because he's a guy that kind of we move in. We kind of move in the same circles, but we've never spoken. But I yeah. appreciate the ta- yeah. appreciate yeah. the talent that he has, and and you know, obviously the work, and he's he was obviously well known, very very well known in the community. And for somebody to turn around and say, "Look, this isn't happening unless I kind of get some money," um, that's just that you know, that's just kind of very very sad as far as I'm concerned. I mean, he gave everything up to do it. Yeah, um, it is his full time job, uh, and that, that is the thing, isn't it? I mean, if I should win the lottery, or if I should get that, you know, find myself financially buoyant, 
outside of what I do, then I would probably do it as a full-time thing. But I think taking that dive, you know, apart from that, my wife would stab me if I... <laughs> would you? <laughs> By the way, I'm doing that this this week. I've decided I'm not going to work anymore. I'm going to do this. And she'd be like, that's nice, dear. <laughs> How are you going to pay for the mortgage? Oh, be don't fine. worry about it. Um, that, part of yourself with that pressure that if you don't hit your Patreon that month and you're basically not going to eat or you're not going to pay your mortgage is a... Is a that's not a good place to put yourself in. It's a scary situation I would have thought to be in. Um, so, yeah, I, I do feel for him. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Half of me goes, well, maybe you just, it's, you're going to have to join the rest of us <laughs> poor souls that work and try and do it. I don't know. Uh, it's a sad thing that we'd lose it because he does put some effort into his videos. He does yeah. pop. You know, they are. They're, they're, they're more than just slapping the camera down and doing it. There is there is love and attention and effort into that. That is a yeah. thing. And I, you know, I totally understand that. If you, someone is going to make that effort and time and stuff, then yeah, you know, why should you not pay for the privilege of having that? But then I said, I said tonight, um, I said, we're in a situation though that people can get all the movies that they want. They can get all the music that they want. Yeah. They can get basically all the anime that they want. They can get, you know, and, and they're paying like, they're chucking like, Ten ten dollars a month at various different subs- yeah. subscription services, and they're basically getting unlimited yeah. amount of content. So I can see when people are going, okay, you are producing, <clears throat> you are producing X amount of content. You're producing, you know, two podcasts a month and, you know, five videos. Why is that? Why is that worth me giving you any more than you know a dollar? Why should I even bother? kind of thing and to me that's kind of ruined you know that's kind of kind of spoiled it and stuff like that and also i'm old mike you're old you know Uh, yes i am you know if this was 20 years ago i'd probably give it a good bloody shot and see where we kind of got well well there's lots of other people as we said as well that's the problem is the it's saturated with content flying out um so I mean, there's like um inside the inside the box. I think they're the guys. They're amazing. The stuff they do. The American, uh, they do really well scripted mm-hmm. film and videos. Yeah. But I mean, again, they don't have the massive viewership they even uh, really, and I don't see them talked about nearly as much as probably they deserve to be. But they don't have effort. When I look at their stuff, I'm like, that must have taken forever to mm. produce film right do bang you look at it, you think wow that's like that's a real effort but yeah i mean there's so many people producing stuff it's it's the problem is there is that only finite pool of people and as you say so many people want it for nothing or for free or they expect it for free uh it is a it's a, it's a i mean i contemplated kickstarting something just to get some funding for stuff just to pay for bits and pieces but it's like you know <laughs> I know you did it. You you successfully. I did it, but at the end of the day, there was still. uh, There's still it's kind of a knife edge, for how much you're actually paying out compared to actually stuff you're getting back. And if I was saying to, if anybody was saying, "Oh, would you Kickstarter to get money just for the sake of producing shows?" It's like, well, you'd have to set a fairly reasonable target to kind of make it worth your while, and also you need to budget in kind of like the. you budget in the kind of the 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 kind of the what you were sending people as well. Well, yeah, the the carrot you will dangle to get exactly, people to and that, that was that was so funny. That was the kind of the strange. That was the strange thing about it was that kind of like um, like I did the gluten free biscuit stuff, but I kind of while well, I, I made sure that everybody got one that was meant to be getting one. Also, at the same time, funnily enough. It killed on the shipping. The shipping was a huge amount. The shipping yeah. must have been about the best part of like probably all over ten percent of what we actually made. And yeah. then there was the, the 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 kind of the fees on top of that. If you asked me to do it again, I would probably just say, guys, the reward is not necessarily going to be a tangible yeah. benefit. Um, no. But then you got to wonder if it supports it because I heard something like Pod Pledge has disappeared quite recently oh they because I, I saw them they turned up and i had looked at it but i never really did much with it i was aware of it and that was it but they they bought the farm have they yeah as far as i was aware there was somebody that would post it on facebook to see you know they put a they put up a cartoon to say pod pledges shut down and now we're moving over to to kind of patreon i think what happened was that um <clears throat> they got a huge boost when um, they got a huge boost when um, Patreon 
did that thing where they were talking about charging people fees. Uh, yes, they got a huge yes. boost, and then I think they went, no, no, we're not going to do that. And I think their kind of Patreon's kind of what you can do on Patreon just seems to be kind of expanding and expanding, which, you know, yes, once you've got that base there, it just makes it impossible for anybody else to catch up. Yeah. I mean, I've got Patreon. We haven't got very many backers, but we've got a few. But there's, they've got this video conferencing stuff they've added recently, which is something I want to play around with. And uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a means, and they do all sorts of stuff. But I think, yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard out there. I don't think. I mean, if I run a Kickstarter, anything, it would probably be more as a marketing tool to maybe try and get us a wider share. You know, if you're on there, there's a platform potentially you can get. Some mm-hmm. interest with a low with a low pledge total, and I think yeah, as long as you're not going to try and give away stuff or or whatever, then yeah, if you just try and do it more as a marketing tool to get the name out there, that might be the way to make use of Kickstarter. Yeah, and then you've got to think about um, there's the whole thing that I was like, as the as the total went up, I was like, I deserve this <laughs> as well because I'm like, I'm not actually offering a game. You know, well, yeah, but then you know, people are just supporting you for what you do. So I think the problem is sometimes I'm the same. It's a very British thing. You feel very yeah. guilty for um for, for actually getting rewarded for doing so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my um, I'm guilty. No, for this. I mean, my uh, my friend uh, Jeremy, he does um, a range of podcasts um, under. He does a supernatural podcast uh, called Monster of the Week. And mm-hmm. they're kind of right there in brash at the beginning, kind of, you know, and if you're one, I'm not going to do his accent because um, he'll kill me. Um, but um, yeah, but he's there basically straight out and says, oh, and this, this is due to our Patreon backers. And if you want to go and do your Patreon, then blah, 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 come and support us on. And I'm just like that. Yeah, it's a different mindset, isn't it? <laughs> it's just kind of yeah, straight out there. Hard. Whereas we're kind of like, well, you know, if you kind of, you know, if you can, if, if you can feel feel like it, and if it's if it's not too much trouble, and oh, I feel so embarrassed. But if you like what we're doing, then please give us give us a dollar or seventy eight pence <laughs> through Patreon, kind of thing. If you don't mind, I'm sorry, kind of thing. I don't know. Strange. It is a thing. It's a strange thing, but it's cool that it's there, and it's you know. I, I love all my Patreon backers, all probably half a dozen of them, but <laughs> yeah, but you know that's it's something. It's, I feel I feel some worth. I'm getting paid a very small amount of money to do what I do, which is exactly, which is what you want, and it could be worse. I mean, you know, it could be a lot could worse. Be worse. Yes. and it's lovely. We're in exactly. a nice little place. There's lots of good games kind of going about, and there's loads of games going about. I don't even, I, you know, a spiel happened. I don't even know what came out. I don't, even I don't even know, know either. What the hotness. I don't know. I have no, no idea. idea. I did a video today, and it was. I was like, I have no, no idea. No idea. I'm kind of like, if people are listening <laughs> to this for kind of news about S, that's why I don't do an S and special. You know yeah, I, mean? I didn't even bother this year. I've done it previous years. Do you know what's really funny? I was driving through a village, a, f- a village in Fife, and Fife is where people can. Kind of, I am from Fife, and people still look up at the moon in Fife and go, "Oh, the dart," and, you know, <laughs> and they kind of go, "Oh, look, Grandma, you better lock her up. She's going to be going hairy again." And you're that Should kind of turn. thing. And um, I was driving through, and something made me kind of double take because there was there was quite literally. A restaurant called Essen. No, and nice. I was going to stop and take my picture of it. I made, I made it to Essen. I made it to Essen after all, folks. Look at me. So I'm tempted to do that. Now I've ruined the joke. Uh, Would you say to that? I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back next year. It's still a year. Folk will have forgotten by that. It's fine. It's all, it's all good. Um, I'm conscious of the time. I'm always conscious of the time. I don't know how we could have started off. And then we've just gone everywhere. Uh, we've rambled everywhere, and get, uh, there's no discernible content of quality here. <laughs> I don't. It's just been, it doesn't matter. No, Do you know, it doesn't matter. Do you know what was weird today? I'll tell you. I'll, co- I'll, I'll, I'll like. I'll, I'll just confess something, okay? Because um, every now and again, I go to the podcast stats just because. Um, yeah. Normally, I mean, to be perfectly honest, we usually get about. It's usually about eleven to twelve hundred downloads a week. Yeah. Okay, and that's that is a nice. respectable number. It's across obviously the twenty twenty seven thousand million shows that we've done. So um, that helps. you know, um, <clears throat> but today, <laughs> but it's, 
I don't know if we've all of a sudden somebody's mentioned us somewhere, but yesterday I got 1,800 downloads. <laughs> yeah. What? what was it about? I have no idea. I have no idea. No idea at all. I'm not... I don't know. I'm, I'm sure something horrible is about to happen to me, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, yeah, when the show exactly. goes on. Right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> if people want to keep an eye on you on the internet webs, where can we keep an eye on you on the yes. internet webs? Well, you can go to whodaresrolls.com, which is the main site. It's got lots of written content, and I do pop the YouTube videos on there. Every, every kind of doesn't the hub for everything that comes out, but there is a there is also a Who Dares Rolls YouTube channel, and we're on Twitter as Who Dares Rolls. Basically, Who Dares Rolls on on social media stuff is the best bit, except for um, Instagram, which I keep getting hacked on Instagram. What's going on there? I'm, uh, on Instagram, I found out earlier. I logged in and I was JJXX five two seven six five seven four four one or something. Your bloody Chinese keep hacking me. That's just amazing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that we put we put that all that in the show notes plus your password as well. Um, Absolutely, you yes. know, so people can kind of dive in themselves. If you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, go to the internet webs and search for "We Are Not Wizards," and you shall find us. Um, if you want to read what we thought of Chronicles of Crime, go to the blog, which is wearenotwizards.blogspot.com. Um, I'm not going to tell you what we thought. Um, it's a mystery. It's a crime to be solved. Um, the other thing you can do is tell other people about <laughs> tell other people about who we are and what we do. Um, I don't know if somebody has done that, which is why we've got all these downloads. It's just perplexing me. It's, it's Maddox. Maddox, Maddox. And the other thing that you can do is you can go to the Apple Podcasts or other podcast catchers of choice, which use the word pod or the word cast, or they use neither, and uh, drop us a subscription, a rating, or a review. If you are going to be dropping us a rating or, or a review, don't give us ten stars because it makes us big-headed, but don't give us one star because it maketh us cry. Give us something in the middle, like a five. Because we're average. <laughs> and I'm just a little bit average. But the person who's not been average tonight is a rather wonderful, rather fantastic, delicious beard in a dream. <laughs> it's Mr. Mike Barnes. I think it's been a pleasure yeah, as always. I don't know what we're going to make out of this. It'll be probably one of those flappy dogs. No, things. I, I do <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's it's something that's that's for certain. Um, and there's only t- there's <laughs> only two more things to do. The first thing is to remember there were many things. Mm. But we're not wizards, are we wizards? We're not. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is it's goodbyes. It's a goodbye <laughs> from Mike. Say goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Mike. That's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe, roll sexes, and um, make something awful. But until the next time, go out and spread the word about these content creators and tell people that you like them so they don't go and bugger off and do something else and go back to doing things yeah. like making flans. But right. until then, even Luke Hector, even him, give him a he, him he gives well, good basically. hugs. Until the next time, he does. Goodbye. Ta-ta. A wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. (laughs) 